0: Hey, welcome everyone, it's Sunday, August 13th, 10 a.m. Today's episode is episode 28, it's called Dropping Like Flies. All right, so if you're one of those folks that listen to mainstream media and um, that's your source of information, then you're probably not going to understand this podcast. But if you're one of those people that have woke up from your sleep or well-informed, and not polluted by the mainstream media, then you're probably going to get this. So and you probably have noticed people are dropping like flies. Celebrities, uh, sports celebrities, and Hollywood celebrities, and regular folk celebrities, just people. They're dropping like flies. So I came across um, an interview lately on The High Wire, hosted by Del Bigtree. And he hosted a guy named Ed Dowd. Now I've played some of the clips by Ed Dowd before, but this one is an update of what's happening to people. And he's a numbers cruncher. He worked for BlackRock. I mean, he made them billions of dollars. Then he went on his own. He's you know he's a Wall Street guy. He crunches numbers. That's what he does. And he's really really good at it. So um, I'm going to roll that clip for you. It's about 20 minutes. So just you know bear with me on that. Uh, the whole show is basically going to be this clip. So I'm going to roll that clip right after the break. So hang in there. Did you notice there's no advertisements on Deep Dive Radio? That's because I don't want corporate sponsors telling us what to say and what to cover. So that's why we rely on listeners like you for our funding on Deep Dive Radio. If you want to hear the truth that lies beneath the surface, then go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now. All right, I'm back. And so, as promised, I've got this clip for you. and going to roll it for you right now. Take a listen.
1: Do we ever remember a time where there was this many incidences of people collapsing, of having blood clots, of having heart attacks, of having strokes, and then this term suddenly, died suddenly, um, is now everywhere. I even saw a meme recently that really stuck with me. Is the leading cause of death now suddenly Uh, We've been looking at data around the world, but we're not alone. This isn't a conspiracy theory, really. Uh, This is one headline that is obviously alarmed. Experts call for urgent investigation as excess deaths spark dangerous Theories, obviously, they're worried about our imaginations running away with why are people dying at higher rates. This is what it says, though, and this is something we've talked about. A particular concern is the 15 to 44 age group where cumulative deaths are tracking above all recent years, including 2020. That's the youth of America. That's the young people in the, and, and the healthy working uh, group in America and around the world. I'm joined right now by someone that I think really has had a really beautiful objective view on this, not necessarily a medical view, but just a numbers crunching view, because uh, he used to be an executive at BlackRock, crunching numbers, what he does. It's my honor and pleasure to be joined right now by Edward Dowd. Hi, Edward.
2: Thanks for having me on, John. Good to be here. Thank you.
1: It's good to have you. And again, under, you know, really horrific, uh, for really horrific reasons. Uh, but I've been thinking about you a lot. I really have, because we keep watching, especially data in England. I'm not sure our data in America, it just feels like it's being corrupted on purpose or is just tracking really slow. But when we look out there, there's just this an alarming trend. And, and, and is it our imagination or how bad, you know, how bad is it?
2: No, it's not our imagination. And, and you mentioned in the lead up to introducing me, there seems to be a new rash of incidents of celebrities and athletes collapsing and and what have you recently. And the metadata actually supports that uh, U.S. disabilities, as reported by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, hit a high in September of twenty two. Uh, we, we started accelerating in September of 21, uh, February of twenty one. We added three point two million Americans to the uh, disability uh, wow. survey and then the, then the rate of change kind of stopped and it was hovering around the old highs. And then in May, uh, it broke to a slight new high. And then in June, we added 850,000 people. So we added 1.2 million in two months. So wow. there's something going on in the general population that's reaccelerating uh, something. And uh, anecdotally, uh, I don't have the, the data yet, but I'm hearing from some of my insurance whistleblowers that their short-term and long-term disability numbers are accelerating again they're they're having panic meetings about it but they uh, most times they don't mention the obvious elephant in the room uh they see excess deaths amongst the millennials 25 to 44 and their group life insurance continuing at abnormally high rates around 23 24 percent excess mortality so this whatever's going on we all know what we think it is whatever's going on is a disaster And, you know, recently we just dropped our UK disability data.
1: Before we get into that, before we get into that, Edward, I just want to talk to you one minute, because the anecdotal part of this that has actually been dystopian for me is I travel the country a lot. And everywhere I go, the people I talk to, every restaurant I walk into has a help wanted sign. Everywhere I go, I talk to construction, you know, contractors, like I can't find anyone to do the work. I can't find workers. Everywhere I go, I I was just, I flew into Memphis and they said, we don't have any rental cars. There was one budget rental car and there was that one place had a a line that was like out the door and down the block and the rest of them. We're just people sitting there, and then some guy says it's not that they don't have cars; they don't have workers to bring the cars or wash the cars or whatever it is. And and I don't know, but it is starting to feel like images of the Soviet Union, you know, where there's bread lines for the one you know thing that's available, and we just keep hearing that there's. I mean, I keep hearing the economy's great; we have a very low unemployment rate. How do you have a low unemployment rate? And all the jobs that used to be filled just three years ago, we had a working nation. We had restaurants where the service was great. Now I can't find anybody to bring me, you know, uh, some ketchup. I mean, it's like we're grinding to a halt. And, and I just keep thinking we're being lied to. This, it's like there's no one here to work. Where are these people? Is, I mean, is this what this you, is? You, you and
2: I are characters in the dystopian film, unfortunately. And we're in the know and many people aren't and the numbers are actually uh, uh reaffirming what you just said so the disability numbers went up to 4.2 million from a survey in the u.s um so that so that's an additional 4.2 million uh disabled workers more than half of those are employed so the employed workforce was hit hard so that's disabled we also have a category called injured so there's two things going on you get people getting uh out of the worst workforce through death that were employed that's small number relative to the numbers we're talking about then disability yep. then we have the category called injured where they're chronically sick that data we found at the u.s bureau of labor statistics as well where our lost work time is 13 standard deviations above 20-year average meaning you know people are missing work and so what that does you, so you have the disabled you have the people who are chronically ill then you have those who are left who are okay having to cover for these people and their staff shortages, help wanted signs. And it's dystopian. The anecdotes are coming in hard and fast. Friend just uh, flew here to Maui. There were mechanical issues on the plane. They had to swap out planes. And, and it's mechanical because they don't have people to do the work. Right. And Colonel Theresa Long in the military talked to me months ago saying, if we continue along this path, between the disabled, the dead, and the injured, and the fact that they can't recruit to the woke uh, political environment, we won't have a standing military in five years. Meaning, it, you know, for one pilot to fly, it's it's ten support people behind that pilot. And what you said about the enterprise rent a car, same thing. The supply chains are breaking down. The Fed, the Federal Reserve, is looking at the employment number, which is wrong. Uh, Luke Graham, a mainstream economist, pointed out the disability figures going to new highs, and he said maybe there's something going on here. He didn't mention the vaccine, but now it's getting into the mainstream conversation that something is going on with our workforce. And I, I was with you in December in front of Senator Ron Johnson. Oh. I said this is a national security con- c- concern. And it is and it continues to be.
1: Wow. All right. So let's look at these numbers you've got coming out of UK because I think this is sort of gives us an understanding of, of, of what we're really dealing with.
2: Yeah. So what you're looking at is the, uh, the percentage uh, clearances Oh, those are the absolute numbers, but I I have the percentage clearances. So just really Uh, quickly, let let me show this.
1: I, I just want to show this since we're looking at it, folks when you look at the years these are just all the different illnesses that have been reported i think and 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 the the actual hard numbers right you have the you have the disabilities yeah. the disabilities you have the averages there is 2016 to 19 at uh 485,000 i think that is look at 2020 it stays Correct. about the same 2021 it ticks up okay now we got hard covid in there 585,000 but look at 2022 I mean, it just skyrockets, that makes no sense. If you believe vaccines work, if you believe that we were supposed to be making ourselves healthier and safer, something went catastrophically wrong in 2022. I mean, that blew my mind, that number. It was mind blowing.
2: Yeah, let me just describe this data set. So this is a, this is a government disability system and you, you, you put in a claim, and on average, 40% of the claims or cleared, that's what a clearance is, so you you get paid, you get paid by the government, 60% are denied. That ratio has stayed the same throughout COVID. There was, and we we disclosed this in our our report, there was a a problem during uh, COVID of uh, approving the clearances that got up to a, a high of 24 weeks average to clear a claim in August of 2021. It came down to 16 weeks for 2022, And and then as of Jan 23, it's 14 weeks. So the data in 2022 is pretty clean. 2021, there might be some issues, but the bottom line is something has gone horribly wrong in the UK in the disability system. So first, is it systemic fraud? If it is, the UK government should pay us at Finance Technologies uh, a big fat consulting fee. We just uncovered the biggest fraud ever. If it's not fraud, what is it? I believe it's the vaccine, but if it's not the vaccines, what is it? Why aren't you talking about it? Because if you don't address this, your, your pension system will go broke. These numbers uh, accelerated in twenty two. We can't wait to get our hands on the data that comes out uh, soon for the uh, uh, up to date twenty three numbers. So this is the standard deviations above the uh, the trend, the uh, the, total, the trend. So really quickly,
1: explain to me what a standard deviation is. What does that mean?
2: So there's what's called an average and around the average there are occurrences that come up over time and it's a normal distribution curve a one standard deviation is pretty normal two standard deviation okay that's that's deviation from the average three is when you start to get uh pretty excited on wall street uh and in science land that's an anomaly it happens 0.3 percent of the time that's three standard deviations what's going on in the uk system total body systems all across the spectrum, 34 standard deviations on an annual basis. Now, on a monthly basis, that would come down because there's more occurrences, but, you know, who cares, 34 is what we call black swan event. That's like uh, as likely as a black hole appearing off uh, the orbit of the Earth swallowing us in a year. It just Jeez. doesn't
1: happen. Wow. You
2: know, unless something's changed. It happens if something's changed, so something's changed.
1: Right, right. But so it was a gigantic change. All right. Here we have another one. This is excess yield. You give clearance, z-score, age group, and now we're at 61.4 standard deviation. Hematological.
2: Yeah. So this is hematological. So it's 61 standard deviations above uh, the the, uh, the the trend that we identified, the four-year trend, and then uh, percentage-wise, that's 555% in 2022 over trend, excess over trend, and again on a monthly basis the standard deviation will come down we have that data available as well it's 25 um, 25 standard deviations but still 25 61 it's it, it this is a joke and hematological again we're not doctors we don't pretend we're doctors we're just giving this data and we called on scientists and doctors to explain this we tried to say hey if it's not the vaccine what is it this needs to be investigated the yep. regulatory authorities at least need to admit this is going on and it's devastating this is a disaster and we suspect what we're seeing in the uk is definitely happening in the us if we had access to that data we'd probably see similar numbers there are some organizations working on getting that data and there's four FOIA requests in we hope they get it give it to us we'll, we'll do what we did with the uk
1: So what do you, know, you are, as you sit there looking at the world as I am, uh, what do we do? I mean, what do we do? I mean, it does, it is really starting to get eerie. You know, uh, planes being canceled. It's to the point now if it's, you know, if it's within a five-hour drive, I'm just going to drive because I can't risk missing an event because my planes are getting canceled. I keep hearing, we don't, and it's always, now it's just, there's not a pilot. We don't have a pilot. We don't have the staff. We don't have a pilot. I mean, it just... It's uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's paperwork. Oh, we have to uh check off on some paperwork, it's all lies, and uh, it's getting it's affecting the healthcare system as well. The we're gonna, gonna drop a study on the NHS that's the UK health system and their absence rate and work time loss, which is very similar to the general population. So, healthcare is collapsing. You won't ever see the headline, but you'll hear the anecdotes. For instance, on Maui, someone went to the emergency room, I heard a story. And uh, they didn't get uh, seen for thirteen hours. You wow. can fly to Australia from Honolulu in thirteen hours. So it's either get service at the emergency room on Maui, or go to go to Australia, Sydney. This is a joke, and that's only going to get worse. You could, you know, in a year it'll probably be you could go to Sydney and back and still make your emergency room appointment. This is where we are, and it, and it it, it it it's um, it's going to affect our economy for years to come. We're going to have to take uh, precious resources and wealth. To take care of the disabled and the sick. Unless unless we have a come to Jesus moment, we have some adults in Congress that call me, Dr. Malone, Peter McCullough, you, others yeah. to testify so that we can then address the problem, which is your immune system has gone haywire. That's why it's presenting in so many different fashions. Yeah. Cancers are now starting to pick up in twenty twenty-two. There they were We have that here. Look at this. Look at the
1: cancer folks. There's the cancer uh, that we're seeing 15.9 yep. standard deviation rise uh, in the data coming out of the UK.
2: I, I, I looked at I looked at just one age category under bre- you can go into the t- total cancer is the human system. Then we have the ca- underlying causes that we have breast cancer in the data. I just looked at twenty five through uh, twenty nine uh, and I saw breast cancer was up one hundred and seventy four percent from trend in twenty twenty two. Now. Is that normal? Do do women normally get breast cancer at such a young age, or is that? I'm not a doctor. Maybe a doctor could answer that for me. It was something, oh. it was something like 17 standard deviations. So, I, you know, we're you know we're asking for help. We don't pretend we're doctors, and uh, this data is free and available for all doctors to use. And and please explain, write papers. You know, you can't debunk the data, but uh, you can you can you certainly you can come up with your reason as to what's going on there.
1: I mean, you're absolutely right. And this is the issue is that what we're saying is there is a crisis going on. We have a major problem. We can't fix it if we can't address it. And I think about the billions and billions of dollars, $10 billion spent just to promote the COVID vaccine on news channels in America. How about we get together, say we have a problem. We have an autoimmune disease crisis. We have a cancer crisis. We have a blood clotting crisis. We have a stroke crisis. And we've got to figure out what's going on. How about few billion dollars in the people that have been calling this out and predicted this to begin with in that think tank as we figure out how do we heal these people? How do we get people back up and running and into the workforce uh, instead of, you know, turning a blind eye? It's really, it's always... It's so interesting to see it from your perspective because, you know, you're just you're not attached to the, you know, the medical side of it, the story. You're just crunching numbers as you would. Uh, are there going to be financial, you know, advantages to some people that are studying this? Is, is anyone sort of, I've asked you this before, but what does this do to markets?
2: Well, eventually the asset markets are going to figure this out. We're in the process of that uh Probably starting to happen this fall. There's going to be uh, a global economic collapse because of uh, this, you know, healthcare is going to become scarce. People are going to get sick. Product productivity will drop. Productivity is one of the biggest drivers of our economies. Uh, demand will drop. So it's coming. It's called deflation. And Carlos uh, Allegri and Yuri Nunes, my two partners and I, uh, Carlos put out a paper uh, saying that deflation is coming. That's what we're seeing coming in the first and second quarter of next year. So all this inflation talk will be replaced with deflation talk, and deflation is a credit contraction, a destruction of credit, and a slowdown in economic activity. And, you know, I suspect this is so bad, and this, what's gone on is so bad that the powers that be needed distraction to cover this up, and that's usually war. And unfortunately, uh, Warren Buffett agrees with me. He sold his Taiwan semiconductor stock in the first quarter, and he, he actually highlighted war is one of the reasons he got out of the position.
1: Wow. I mean, we just we need a, a distraction. At that level, this headline just came in when we think about the myocarditis and the issue with our youth. Look at this. This is a study sex-specific differences in myocardial injury incidents after COVID-19 booster vaccination. And it says this, in conclusion, using active surveillance, mRNA, 1273 vaccine-associated, mild transient, myocardial injury was found to be much more common than previously thought. It occurred in one out of 35 people, um, it's unbelievable that one in thirty five of the millions and millions have got that have gotten this vaccine swelled their heart and they're saying, oh, it's not a big deal. Don't worry. You know, it's a light swelling of the heart, if you will. Um, mild, mild. Just uh, they
2: call it mild. I, I, I've talked to doctors. There's no such thing as mild, mild myocarditis. So that's that's just marketing spin. From the uh, the propagandists, as far as I'm concerned.
1: And we've got this uh, this last this is the last slide we have from you. This is the cardiovascular. We are at 19.3 uh, standard deviations above uh, normal. Um, you know, and and I the ones that scare me really. What's scary is these sort of strokes. We're starting to see the blood clots, but especially cancer. You know, these are things we wouldn't have seen early on. These things take a little bit of time to develop. I'm really worried that we're just going to start seeing an acceleration there. You know, who knows?
2: Yeah. So the, the cancer numbers were this: in 2020, cancers went up in that UK PIP system 1.78 percent, 6.4 percent in 2021, 35 percent in 2022, and that's that's what we call an acceleration. And if I this was a growth stock chart, I would be buying this hand over fist expecting it to continue to like pop higher. That's unfortunately what I see.
1: Wow. What is the best way to follow the work that you're doing so that we can sort of check in and keep track and uh, all that stuff?
2: Yeah, so um, our our website is financetechnologies.com. We have all of our reports there under the humanities project tab, and then you go to projects. We have all-cause mortality by different countries, we have, uh, we, we analyze the, the Pfizer clinical trials. We look at uh, disability data in the US and the UK now. We have absence and work time loss reports. Uh, we look at theirs and the hospitalization rate. Uh, so we we really, what we, what we, we're investors and investors, you have an analyst mosaic. Our thesis is the vaccine is causing this damage. And the mosaic and the reports we draw are basically a preponderance of the evidence that at this point, anybody with um, any kind of like critical thinking skills would say, you know, these guys are on to something big here. Yeah. I mean, we're you, know, we're, you know, we're not doing double-blinded studies vaccinated because we don't have the money, nor would that get approved. But yeah, if this was Wall Street and this was a stock, uh, we'd be right and early and uh, we'd be thumping our chest. But unfortunately this is tragic and we're trying to get uh, the adults in the room to stop this, pull the vaccines, and talk about healing the damage. And until we do that, this tragedy is going to continue to grow.
1: I mean what's amazing about when I think back no matter what anyone thinks you made these predictions a couple years ago as this started we, you know, we've been following you and everything you've said so far is aging well it's a horrible reality as is the things that we've stated here on the high wire I think that we've got to start looking at the people that have been getting this right I think you know, in many ways we should be canonizing the Peter McCullough's and Robert Malone's and these doctors and scientists that put it all on the line have had their licenses you know, under attack for stating what was obvious and these were top you know medical you know professionals uh it is clear they had it right and the rest of the world got it wrong we better figure out what's going on here edward doubt uh, go ahead what's your last thoughts you know i just wanted story?
2: to say all those people are heroes i when they got canceled i'm just a curious person i like a moth to a flame i went and read everything they said and it resonated with me and i was lucky enough to meet dr malone on this island. And uh, my journey started, I said, I'll I'll look at the financial side of this, the insurance companies and the funeral homes. And from there, I built a team. So I I think these guys deserve to be canonized. They're, you know, they, they they did put it all on the line. So I just appreciate them and you people like you and others. So this has been a team effort to get the truth out there. And I think we're winning slowly because word of mouth is spreading. Uh, I'm going to put out on Twitter soon, our website traffic. It's really starting to take off now. I'll show you, eventually like what, how, when we started and it's it's really accelerating. So word of mouth is spreading, thank God.
1: That's good to hear. Thank God. Lots of work to do. Glad to know you're out there and I I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you for taking the time to bring us this very important information this week. Thank you, Dell. Take care.
0: All right, so there you have it. That's Ed Dowd. Okay, he's an expert from BlackRock as Dell Big Tree was telling you. And some of these things we said, we have to pay attention to this stuff, folks, because I'll tell you what, um, they're not going to they're, gonna, they're not going to they're not going to have Ed Dowd on mainstream media. They don't want you to know this stuff. OK, these are all the people that have been uh, they've been censored and they've been shadow banned and they've been, you know, uh, called wackos. This guy, if you look him up, Ed Dowd, he has books out. He, he's uh, he was a main executive at BlackRock. Um, this is the guy. So, um, and all these other people that I bring on, on deep dive radio, you know, like all the doctors that were canceled, all the, all the scientists that were canceled, can they all be wrong? I don't think so folks, cause there's thousands and thousands of them. So, um, anyway, folks, let's, let's pay attention, you know, and, and, you know, let's start listening to these folks. Anyway, that's all the time I have today. Thanks for showing up and watching Deep Dive Radio. I've got a great episode coming up in a couple of weeks with a major, major player in the financial world. So I'll see you then. So long for now. Did you notice there's no advertisements on Deep Dive Radio? That's because I don't want corporate sponsors telling us what to say and what to cover. So that's why we rely on listeners like you for our funding on Deep Dive Radio. If you want to hear the truth that lies beneath the surface, then go to deepdiveradio.com and donate now.